Hello again, and welcome back. So today I'm just going to share a few words on the wonderful Monaco Ocean Week. Um, as you may recall, I attended last year. The Monaco Ocean Week is an event that happens once a year. I was looking forward to go there the first time. I did not go. <laughs> the second time, we I could not go, simply between COVID and other things. And in the end, I only went there the first time last year. And I thought it was an absolutely magnificent, fabulous, uh, I'm out of superlatives actually, experience. And I really thought the world of it. The, um, there's a human size to it. There was a human size to it. There was uh, all kinds of, uh, it was really well put together and everything had its place and space. And I was really looking forward to what would happen the next year. That would have been 2023, this year. And until the last minute, although I wasn't as much and as keen as I was to attend, I wasn't sure I would make it. So it would happen that last minute, literally from one day to the next, I'd be right there dropping off a suitcase, costume change, and off to the Innovators Forum after being kindly inv invited by the Sustainable Ocean Alliance and their partnership with the Foundation Albert II. And that's how it all started this year. And compared to last year, I would say that there's been an incredible amount of progress in so many different aspects. And yet the overall experience is always the same. Very welcoming. You feel invited and yet you feel that you will be listened to. And I think that's a strong, you know, indication of, uh, of uh, the outgoing aspect of the Monaco Ocean Week. It's very inclusive. And that that sense will just keep going and keep going throughout the week. So already at that Innovators Forum, which saw startups and different topics uh, from AI technology and so on addressed and shared, we had all kinds of questions come up. And the startups raised their voices. And we had almost a, a militant aspect to some of the questions and so forth. And I thought that was very refreshing that not only are they there, but they feel free to express themselves and share some of their topics, which were very controversial in the light of things as they are today, but absolutely interesting and valid if we're looking at 2030 as a deadline uh, that we need for which we need to meet on several, several aspects. So very impressive. Um, I was very lucky to attend a very nice dinner that was put together by Sven and Catapult. And I thought, wonderful. And I went there and I met some lovely people from all kinds of uh, investment institutions, um, all sharing their topics, their concerns, their focus. And that was amazing. I mean, when you come to think of it, with my experience in finance, uh, you would not uh, sit around with uh, people that you would probably consider competitors. And yet at this stage, and due to the case that we're all dealing with climate and ocean matters, um, we find ourselves suddenly very much needing to know what others are doing. Hopefully we can even increase that and have more partnerships and more focus groups. And what Monaco Ocean Week has offered this year is very much a space for more people to come and participate, 
to be heard and to be included in decisions and in development of ideas. Um, they've even gone as far this year as having a program on Friday called Ocean Visions, which brought in the different issues related to legal matters, not only the definitions, but also how they are then applied, when applied, if applied, and so on and so forth, the different contradictions. But that same day, which, you know, shows a lot of uh, a lot of issues. But that same day and that same morning, actually, they brought in different people from other parts of the world where that we don't usually get to hear from as much as we should. They brought in people from Hawaii. They brought in people from the Muskogee communities in central USA and the work that they are doing in carrying out voices, rising voices. And we got somebody also from Puerto Rico. And it certainly means that we have a lot more participants willing to share their knowledge as we all share the same need. And they are offering, uh, if they are in Hawaii or if they are in um, Puerto Rico or island states, most often they are offering information as they are at the, they are the canary in the cage, as we say. They are at the front of climate matters. They are the first ones that suffer from rising waters, for instance. Uh, if you're on an island, it's a bit of an issue when you see your island sinking, to say the least. But, and that was extremely, extremely, uh, I found it extremely delicate, well-intentioned, and fabulous to have these new voices participating, because it means we're going to bring in on the back of that a lot more. And this opens up science to needs, immediate needs, but it also allows for science to be evolving as not only it gets communicated, shared and applied more, but it gets to be getting feedback, basically, in many other ways. Um, this all is part of the evolving aspect of citizen science also, which has grown leaps with all the amounts of people and with topics such as ocean data, we're suddenly going to get a lot more, quote unquote, voluntarily information that will then need to be processed, understood, analyzed, and the work is just at the beginning. But it's going to be an expansion that is now being led by such events as the Monaco Ocean Week. And I, to that, I think that we can only salute. That is pioneering work. They made it all look like it's all nice and well put together, but a lot of thought would go into accepting such a topic because it can raise a lot of issues and a lot of uh, controversy And here. It's absolutely to the service of the planet. And that's a dedicated sense of engagement that can only be saluted. I'm very happy I attended. I mean, that's really a very, very nice. And it was a very nice. I think it was actually a very emotional moment to have people come up and share their points of view in ways that were offering partnerships, collaborations and so on. And this happened throughout several exercises. I was very lucky to sit down with the German Ocean Foundation as they made a presentation of their work. And I thought it was also extremely interesting. And it reminded me of the power of one in many ways, how somebody who is determined has his heart in the right place. I think that's a nice way to put it. Uh, and is keen and made. I was trying to look for a nice word. Uh, <laughs> made absolutely passionate about the topic can go very, very far. 
And this was the, the work of the German Ocean Foundation as they pushed barriers, um, uh, did a lot of militant work, but also spent a lot of time educating the next generations in the most marvelous way. And I found it all very touching and I was very happy I could attend that. Uh, thanks again for the invitations, everyone. And last but not least, because I could go on, they had all kinds of things on innovation for yachts, uh, technology for the future, more gearing towards sustainability and so on. Absolutely all very interesting, all very unique. But when you go to these different events where you see startups, I think one of the greatest thing ever is when you see people who are probably considered as younger by the average, and they come up with solutions from a different point of view. Uh, rather than try to solve a problem, they try to create a solution that will do away with the problem altogether. And I just find it absolutely incredible that these people that seem to pop out of nowhere just get to cross paths with, well, with me, but also with a lot of other people. And I think that anything that we can do to support such work is absolutely our privilege. Um, well, I, as I said, I could go on. There was also an event on seaweed. And I must say that every event that I've attended on seaweed or algae or kelp uh, throughout the, the two visits that I've done to this um, Monaco Ocean Week usually are a notch above. They bring in absolutely incredible people that are, <laughs> that are extremely direct in speech and uh, are able to explain in three minutes uh, what usually is uh, a lot of waffle and paperwork, and they'll cut through the chase in three minutes in the most direct, pleasant, and yet understandable way. So thank you so much again for tuning in. I just wanted to make a point on the Monaco Ocean Week 2023. I had the most wonderful time. I've met incredible people from all kinds of foundations. I, I could go on, um, I don't want to bore you though, but <laughs> I could go on. I, I actually met the people from Reefs, absolute fabulous people, for, uh, distinguishing, distinguished, distinguished in creativity as well as uh, grit, absolutely fabulous work. I've met the people from, from Bahamas, the, uh, such as Sam Teichert. And again, a lot of this happened because the Sustainable Ocean Alliance brought me into the Innovators Forum along with the foundation. And I've uh, really enjoyed meeting a lot of people. There were incredible minds all coming together to share a lot. And uh, as much as there was crowds at some point, it never felt overwhelming. And the ability to orchestrate all the different guests into groups and keep it all going in a pleasant way was absolutely uh, uh, impressive. Thank you very much for listening. This was Phil Plumley. Until the next recording.